What's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of Two and a Half Gringos, Pittsburgh Baseball Now's very own podcast. Um, happy to be back. I got the vid, if anyone didn't know, and felt pretty shitty for a couple of days. But, you know, we're back at it. And while we took a little hiatus, we created our very own Pirates top prospect list, 30 of them. And uh, pretty excited for this episode. Pretty excited for these next two episodes, actually. But before we get into all the excitement, I got to introduce my one and a half gringos here with me. Um, Anthony, Big Bear Murphy, making the half beautiful. What's going on, baby? What's going on? Not much. Glad you're feeling better. Glad we're back on getting into this list. This will be, um, judging by the way, this is going to be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun because we talked about it <laughs> off air, man. I'm starting to get nervous about my own list. But uh, yeah. Nola, what's going on, buddy? Well, you know, I'm just here supporting our half gringo by watching the Mexico-Puerto Rico game. Um, Mexico, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, glad to be back after, you know, a week off in Bradenton. Yeah, how was time. that, by the way? It was it was a lot of fun. Um, there was heavily uh, a lot of alcohol intake. Um, Respect. We we chased we chased we chased around the parrot quite a bit because you know after my son saw him the first time anytime he caught a glimpse of him he was just bird daddy bird bird daddy bird <laughs> awesome man all right well Murph you've been holding this list hostage from both me and Nola for a little while now and um in case yeah, anyone doesn't been, know it's been fun. Uh, we don't know what the master list is. We just know, nope. uh, Nolan and I anyways, just know our list that we submitted. And Murph tallied up the numbers and he made a master list and the bastard refused to tell us what it is. So Murph, I guess we got to lead with number 30 because we're going 30 through 11 through this episode. Okay. So starting off at 30 is going to be outfielder Shailen Polanka. Okay. Whoa, I'm surprised it's not Blake Sable. <laughs> well, that's 29 through one. So, uh, <laughs> um, High praise for Polanco then. Yeah, so Cody and myself, we both had him ranked on there. I think Cody had him ranked a little bit higher than – Cody had him ranked 24th. I had him, like, ranked 29th. Uh, I'm only looking at Noah's top 30, so I don't know where he placed him on there, but – I guess Cody, since you had him ranked the highest, if you want to give yeah. some of your give some of your uh, insight that we're missing out on, then I mean, I guess there's not a whole lot to go off of because we haven't actually seen Polanco play. I mean, obviously he's played in the DSL and um, he was in the FCL, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in 22, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a whole lot of tape on the guy. I'm sure Birdland has posted a couple videos of him here and there, and from his Instagram, but I guess we're basically just going off projection. And I know that's kind of shitty to just go off of projection and not actually the eye test, quote unquote, looking at him. Um, from what I understand, his average wasn't, hasn't been all that great career wise. Uh, I'm pretty sure he struck out quite a few times. Um, not sure on his walk numbers. I don't have his numbers in front of me. Um, he has a little bit of pop, but I mean, the projections that we're going off of and the fact that the pirates pick, paid a pretty high price tag for him um, to bring him into Pittsburgh's organization. I mean, that's kind of telling in itself because the pirates really don't 
I, I mean, they they spend the limit, but they kind of grab, uh, I guess, more players than buying that one high price tag player. So I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm going off of, I think it was $2.35 million they paid for him. At the time, the second highest bonus they gave a international. I mean, and internet, and we've talked about this before. The international side on the Pirates side of things, it's been pretty good. They they find some some kids, some guys there that have made an impact. Luis Ortiz being one of them, kind of coming out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. but you know, on the lower side of uh, signing bonuses. So, uh, yeah, I, I went with Polanco just purely based on upside and the fact that they paid the second highest bonus ever to a player. And Nola, I know, I think you told us you had him ranked like 41st on your list or something to that effect. So I kind of yep. want your thoughts on, you know, the opposite side of things. You know, what what, what were you thinking on Shaylin here? Uh, I guess my, my feeling is just kind of the stance of with like DSL, FCL, the complex league kids. All right. I kind of hold my horses until we have a little more to go off of seeing a little more it's when when john uh, i think i mentioned to y'all just before the show like when john did that uh dsl top hitters top pitchers uh series last year you know guys that were destroying dsl like they didn't necessarily go on to have great careers which plonk was not someone that actually had a good dsl career so that in itself shouldn't take him away uh shouldn't hurt him but, you know, everything is purely projection now, and there's been a lot of good talk about him. Um, I'm just – I'd like to be able to put eyes on him a little more or see more uh, success before putting the, putting the tools on display in games before I start jumping on. Yeah, the top 30. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, Murph, you had him ranked 29th, so a, a little bit lower than me. I, I had him 24th, I think. So what are your feelings on Polanco? Because, like I said, there isn't a whole lot to go off of just butt projection in the tools. So where are you at? At this, po- at this point, it's really just like projection. Like you said, it's, it's, it's all projection at this point. And for me, like my main thought process behind it is – like when I when I when I look at the you know the DSL kids and the the kids in the FCL and stuff like that, like I'm I'm not over I'm not overly worried about like what kind of numbers they're putting up. Obviously, if they're like they're striking out like fifty percent of the time or something like that, that's that's concerning them. But like you know at this point they they haven't been in pro ball long, so like the instruction you know they're still learning and they're still doing kind of stuff and just the raw tool set that that Polanco. Possesses at this point, I think, was intriguing enough for me to kind of include him in the list at this point. Yeah, I mean, he only turned nineteen last month in February, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's still so much growth and stuff for him too. And Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about like something like Matt Gorski or something like that. You know, the toolsy guy that we want to hold out for because he has all the tools and stuff like that. Well, I mean, this is a nineteen-year-old kid who has all the tools to be a really good player. So, and it's remember upside, upside doesn't go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, um, 
Oh, man, you made me lose my train of thought on that one. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. Okay. It, well, unless, unless you can think of it right on the spot here, I guess we should move to 29. Oh, that's no, I was gonna Go say, ahead. was I was gonna say that though he is one of those players that you know, like he starts putting like I'm, I'm sure he'll probably be what in the complex league again, or he might open up in Bradenton which we'll be able to put eyes on him quickly. And he's someone that could easily just fly up list. Once so once he kind of hits his groove with the skill set that he that he has or apparently has, yeah, he, he's one yeah. of those kids that could just fly through stuff. Oh, yeah. And he was what? Pipe, he was Pipeline's, like, pick for the Pirate system to kind of break out this year, too. Yeah, so, I think so, yeah. It seemed real basic, the pick, though. Like, they just yeah. yeah. Which I mean, it's 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 fair though with with the apparent tool set and everything that he has. Yeah. So yeah. I just don't take a whole lot of stock into the pumpkin spice of prospects. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Murph. Well, you said because of me that this kid was ranked twenty nine <laughs> off the air. So, and I'm looking at my list trying to think of who, and I I have a couple names in mind, but I'll let you lead since you're holding this list hostage. So so. <laughs> We can probably for a different set of skills, tool sets, and tools and stuff like that. We can probably say the exact same stuff for him that we just got done saying about Blanco. But at twenty nine, we got Tony Blanco Jr. Okay, okay. No, uh, Cody had him ranked twenty first on his list, and then neither Nola or I had him ranked. And to be honest, I don't even know if I put a grade on him at this point. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> fair. It's it's based off projection and the fact that the kid yeah, is it, it's, it's like so, so like huge. my only difference with him is and and Cody since you're higher on him, I'll, I'll let you kind of expand on it more on here. Like, so there's even with like the DSL numbers and stuff, like he was hurt all year too. So like mm-hmm. even even like the little bit of data, even though you really don't <clears> want to <throat> go off of Dominican numbers <clears throat> and stuff like that. Even then, it was just like so limited. Obviously, he kind of had like he just looks like he's going to hit, walk into a major league field and just hit fifty home runs of the season kind of stuff and all that. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. do do the only thing with that is when I look at his build and body size, the only thing I can think of now because of the last couple of years is Alexander Mojica. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of now. It's like if he stays in the Dominican this year. And he just crushes it. Like I, I like I don't think I'd be able to buy into it until he comes in over to the states now. Yeah, I mean, he's six six, two forty three, uh, seventeen. And I'll never old. believe he's seventeen. Like, never, <laughs> don't be. Don't, I, I, I am twelve. I don't care if you put his parents on the on the thing. Like, I don't believe it. He, 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 that, is, that is a grown man. That is a horse. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. That's one of the main reasons why I had him so high on the list is just because of his frame. The yeah. the fact that the dude just walks into a room and probably fills up my doorway and yeah. he's athletic is- as he <laughs> is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it's all based on projection. I'm not going to give you a yeah. whole rundown on him. But the fact that the kid is so huge and it might have the Mojica effect. I get your point and I see your point. But I, that's all I'm basing it off of right now. It's just because the dude is 240 some pounds and six foot what five? Yeah, six six. Fangraf says, yeah, no, like that dude, <laughs> he's gonna match some baseballs in my that, head. Yeah, he's so. a tank. I'm just and like the 
hopefully he's worked on the swing too because a little bit of videos that we saw with the swing like it looked rough it looked it, rough. that that might be selling it short it didn't look bubba <laughs> it didn't look bubba rough. But, i mean okay so you got a that's a good point that's a good point i'd put him a little higher than escado as far as swings and escado's is pretty ugly well, Mur- Murph said it looked like it's a little tweaked, but it was. We'll see. I saw. We'll I saw see. issues that's with it. Pick, that's, yeah, that's got to pick up that hit in that in the spring game. Yeah, I mean, it was there. So I mean, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Time. That new Greensboro hat yeah. it looks great, Murph. It does. It does. It does. It feels great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. All right. Uh, so who we got at twenty eight? Man, I'm I'm kind of pumped for twenty eight here. All right. So this is. Again, with the outfield, we got at 28, Matt Gorski. I don't have Gorski on my list. I do not either. Oh, Nola. Oh, wow. so, so this is this is a Nola. <clears throat> oh, snap. Oh, snap. That's all because of me? Yeah, it's yeah, all because of you, man. Nola had him ranked. Uh-oh. I got to find him now. 17th. 17th. Okay, he had the number mm-hmm. third. Yeah. Hit him seventeen. Yeah, and oh man, I th- I, don't, make... I don't think I had him in my top forty. Oh man, now you're. I just me have a thirty. Me. I don't even have thirty-one on. Can now. I can I change my <laughs> list now? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, so like Cody kind of led the thing on the on the first two. Uh, no, since you had him ranked higher, you can kind of give your thing and I can tell you why you're wrong now. Oh no you can tell me wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean I guess I mean and even just as we just mentioned, uh, you know, just the real toolsy, it just seemed like I mean I guess what scares me is the whole we'll call it the the sophomore slump that like Fraser had the year after breaking out and whether or not Gorski posed hamstring injury will re- retain what happened last year. It's just to me, and especially of the outfielders and of the upper level outfielders, especially like I think he has the highest upside if it all comes together. And yeah. people will bring up that he's 25. I, as time has gone on, I've just cared less and less about the age of him. At least, you know, when you're talking about him being 25 and mashing Greensboro is one thing. But, like, once you're getting, like, the upper minors, is he hitting? Is he getting better? Is he doing this? Is he doing that? And he just – he himself, he's a big boy. He's yeah. a 6'4", what, 6'4", 220, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, six. This is one ninety eight. I feel that's wrong. That, that's I'm gonna right. say, I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna say six four two twenty. That he looks more like that, and just he's a athletic as shit. Can play. He's probably the second best defensive center fielder we have behind Swaggerty. Agreed. And just if you want to focus on age, then yeah, he probably drops. But I'm I'm not holding that against him, and I just think he's still. Has a lot of upside, even at his age. 
I think for me, you brought it up, Nola, is I'm afraid that he's going to have a Frazier-type season this year. And I know how hyped I was on Frazier when he had, excuse me, his breakout year, and I kind of did the fan thing and was like, Frazier's going to mash. He's he's going to come up to the Pirates and mash. And yeah. I'm kind of having buyer's remorse with Gorski right now because of Frazier, and that's probably not fair to the player, but that's why I didn't have him ranked, but Murph, I don't know if you feel the same or where you're at. Hey, at, least, so, at least you didn't say he should be a top 100 prospect after <laughs> his big season, Matt Frazier. Yeah. So the the biggest thing for me is, like, I don't even care about his age too much on there. Like, no, that's, that's less. And then, like, he, he was from the draft class that just got completely blown apart because of, of COVID, too. So they all yeah. lost a year anyways. So... <clears throat> With those 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 kids around that around that year, like I'm gonna give you could probably subtract a year from them and 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 kind of play off of that more. For me, it's mm-hmm. like I got to go to the numbers, man. And and his his swing and strike rate was within a percentage point of Mason Martin's, and and that's just that's not a right. Like if if. If I'm gonna say, if I'm sitting here and say that Mason Martin might not be a prospect now because he can't make contact with the baseball, then <laughs> like the numbers tell me that I have to more or less say the same thing with with Matt Gorski. As much as it mm-hmm. kills me to say that, because like you know, I, I, I we're all of us here we're like very early on the Matt Gorski hype train kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know, rent rent guy called you know called me out on on saying something about it. <laughs> you know, before the season started, so. Um, <clears throat> he figures it out. He makes more contact there. Like he, he's the guy that's gonna jump like all the way up again. Like like Nola said, upper levels, maybe just in general, the best defensive outfielder. Like hit for power at that size, he shouldn't be able to play center field the way he does, but he does. So, well, and and that's in part why I, I mean I, I get the Mesa Martin. Um comparison and even though Mason Martin is stealing bags now but that's kind of like when I would go back to like my swaggity arguments the thing with Gorski is there's other aspects to his game yeah that he's just yeah. he's just really good at yeah it, which like obviously that raises his floor up higher than like a Mason Martin and, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. so like I, I like even if I have him like I mean we've seen people that are outside anybody's top 30 and 40 still makes some sort of impact at the thing. And if he makes more contact, like even if his upside is limited because of the swing and miss, like the floor is right there as like a major league player, just because of how mm-hmm. first, I mean, he could even play first base. And um, so, which in yeah, to, I mean, to be fair, I think, I think floors meant a lot in my list. Yeah. Cause I, I did a formula to calculate mine. And- what? Yeah, I I stole it and then altered it a little bit to to kind of <laughs> meet what I thought. So fair enough. Well, Murph, what are we on? Twenty seven here. Twenty seven. We got our first not outfielder. Okay. Ooh. And so we got infielder Sung Chi Chang. Oh, I had Chang okay. third. Okay. I had him ranked. Oh, 30. I had him twenty third too. Air five. <laughs> yeah. What do you have him ranked, Murph? You have him like twenty seven. I, I didn't thir- I didn't thirtieth. 
30. I thought I had some, I thought I had Sullivan at 30. I had, I had Chang at 30. I'll say, didn't uh, Chang crack your list after uh, the DeVito? After trade? DeVito, yeah. DeVito, DeVito, so I guess, yeah. Disclaimer note that Ricky DeVito was my 30th ranked prospect. Chang was my 30, he was like my 34th or something like that. But after DeVito got traded, I kind of reevaluated who was in between there. And then I, I, I decided to move Chang up a couple spots higher and drop him right into the 30th spot. He, he WBC'd himself into your list. Absolutely. That dude, yeah. that dude, that dude, he, that dude he bashed out. in WBC. Yeah, man. Man. Mm-hmm. He, he did it all. Yeah. Yeah. He was impressive. And I think one of the more impressive things he's showcased was that triple E hit. And I know the outfield yeah. was playing in, but the fact that he got to third base so quickly in oh, the yeah. first game, it was impressive. And he willed that team. I, I him and Yu Chang, Nola's dude, they were the MVPs <laughs> of Taiwan. That it was incredible to watch. They they love Yu Chang over there. Like every time yeah. he came to the plate, like they went crazy. And like I guess yeah. I, I I don't because like all their games was like six in the morning and I was like half asleep trying to watch it. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they were talking about like he wasn't gonna play, but like the fans and all that were like legitimately upset that Yu Chang oh, wasn't really? gonna participate, and he changed his mind because they were that upset over it. Yeah, and good for him, man. So. They mashed in the WBC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And is he on a major league team? Isn't he with Boston? Somebody got. I was saying Boston sounds right. I'm okay. pretty sure he's with Boston still. So. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully he mashes. I'm. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him for Nola's yeah. sake. Just so Nola. Just, I mean, right, I still. Man. I have that screenshot just in case he does just flame out. Like, <laughs> he's got receipts, man. Um, blah blah blah. All right. Well, the man of the hour, Nola. What What are your thoughts on on Chang here? You know he. He's kind of a, I don't want to say he's a dark horse because he's kind of well known now after Bradenton, but yeah, he's still not known by the casual fan, I would say. So, w- mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on his game and his overall approach at the plate, his defense, everything? Well, not to, I mean, I don't know we spoke last year. I would actually, for being up to last year, I thought he might have been a potential player pushed to Greensboro just because of the hit tool. I mean, the the hit tools is very advanced for his age. And especially, I don't want to say he, I want to compare him too much to Termar Johnson. And it's just that he's not the same stocky build, but you know, he's a five, seven kid, a little kid that just, you know, has the bat and bat speed and contact ability. And it's not the contact ability where, you know, he can just get bat on the ball. He can drive balls. Now he's probably, he might not be someone that's going to develop more power, but he does have the ability that like when you saw with that triple, there is potential to, for potential. I'm going to say potential too many times, potential. For a little more power, I think, just in the swing with how he can drive the ball. And then, obviously, the defense is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to stick at shortstop because that's one of those, like, arm questions. But I, it's highly possible. I mean, he plays a great shortstop. Yeah, his range is pretty pretty far. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Well, no, or Murph, you had him 30th. So, um, why did you have him outside your top 30 to begin with? And I, I know you jumped him up because of uh, DeVito, but you know, what are your overall thoughts on Chang? So, I really like the hit tool, I really like the speed. Like, I think I'm, I'm fairly confident in that he led the entire uh, system in walks last year. Um, I'm just I'm just not sure of how much more the power comes. Like, it's not very projectable in, in the frame that he has. Like, I mean, he, he could be one of those guys, like Nola said, with the with the triple. Like, he, he can probably s- steal a couple extra base hits just because of his speed, that kind of stuff. Like, turning, like, a couple singles into doubles and stuff like that. So, it looks better on paper kind of thing. But, like, his pure power thing, I'm just not too sold on and then also like his staying at shortstop like long term I know he plays great defensive shortstop now but like Noah said too with with the arm we don't know how much strength there is going to be like long term with it so good player really good player in the lower levels I, I really I'd be int- it's going to be interesting to see how he does in Greensboro where we know that a lot of people are going to hit for extra powers but like his exit velocity numbers weren't weren't great last year in, in Braves. Why are you like, Why are you hating on us little guys? I mean, I'm I'm like just a short. I'm just very wide. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I think but, uh, Chang ultimately yeah. fits what the Pirates are trying to do yeah. system wide, and you know I'm just basing that off yeah. of what Kyron Madison talked to me about with their base running philosophy. And, you know, being more aggressive, not just with stolen bases, but with just base running in general. And I think Chang fits that model to a T. And I think that's a formula for winning, especially if you look at the Pirates system that isn't filled with power at all. I mean, there are some guys here and there. And, you know, as we saw Mason Martin hit one on top of the batter's eye, but there's not a whole lot of guys with that type of power. Blake Sable's gone, unfortunately, so we can't talk about him. But yeah, Nola's frowning. Yeah, I know. But Chang, I I think he ultimately fits what the Pirates are trying to build system wide, and that's why I had him twenty third. I think, I think Greensboro is a big year for him, and we need to see that power pop up. For 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 me, like I I, watching him play, like just he's one of those guys that I love watching him play. But like, if we're talking like the way we're talking with projections and stuff like that, I just at this moment. I just I just see it kind of limited what he is upside overall down the road. But I mean, he start he goes out there like he goes out there and we start getting better like exit velocity numbers on him and stuff like that. Greensboro we probably won't hear anything at all. But um, no. we start getting better exit velocity numbers on him. Like I'd be I'd be I'd be very quick to change that to once if we start seeing some legitimate power start to progress. That's fair. That's so. fair. All right, let's uh, let's move on to good old twenty six here. What do we got? Mark? So at twenty six, we got our first pitcher, okay. I mean, relief pitcher Colin Selby. Oh, I had Selby seventeenth. I had him. I had him twenty eighth. Look at that. Oh, okay. I had him thirty third. Do, do I get extra really? points? Really? Oh, I was the. Do I get extra points for being the closest? Sure. <laughs> I guess I guess you get to lead for once. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, we all we all know Lenny Selby at this point. He's the guy that 
if you really, really paid attention, you kind of, you kind of <clears throat> expecting it to happen, but like he had the Arizona fall league and, and then right around whenever they had to protect people on the, the, for the rule five, like just like the secret got out, I guess, you know, they're talking about like his slider and the, you know, the stuff plus, you know, numbers and everything like that. Great slider. I, I think I think he, he's he's the kind of guy that probably, if you want to make a trade for someone like David Bednar or something like that, you could probably see Selby pitching in the back of the the later innings kind of thing down the road. I mean, even if you keep David Bednar, you could still probably put Selby there in late innings. So, mm-hmm. just that really for me, it's just that slider that got him on this list. The slider is like legitimately that good. It's a sixty grade pitch on according to Fangraphs. Yeah. Yeah, probably make cases. Which is weird. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of funny because I I feel like the rankings fell into our own personal biases perfectly. Yeah. (laughs) Cody Cody loves relievers. Yes, I do. And me, I, 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 for for me, relievers kind of fall down to the bottom of the list. Like guys that still have starter potential I, I i can't rank relievers over guys that still have starter potential yeah that's that's part of the reason too why like it was uh chang and then sean sullivan who i both i bumped them both up and it was between those two who, who was gonna finish 30th for me just because i had like a group of like three or four <laughs> relievers that I, that i would have to choose between to yeah. fall into the 30th spot and i said i'm not gonna put another reliever in in there so I I took the guy who potentially could be a starter, even like a back end starter with Sullivan, and then I just decided to go with Chang instead. So well, I, I I was gonna be mad at you, but let's be honest and say that Cody's the real reason that Sean Sullivan probably isn't on this list. That would be a fair assessment. Yes, <laughs> Sean Sullivan is all, not all on the... my list. <laughs> he is not. He is not. Um, exactly. Cody did the bare minimum and sent me 30 names. Oh, really? You wanted yeah. me to send like 50? I could do it. I got I got 61 from Nola. Yep. But also but also too, I'm assuming that like if we do anything at P2 with this, I could probably just take this list as well and use it for P2, right? Yeah, that, that that's where yeah, this came so, from pretty much. So, yeah. So this yeah. This, this I think this is both of our lists that me and Nola <laughs> did were kind of like well, th- this is the thing that Tim told us to do, and then we just never did it. So, like, let's yeah. go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah. No, but I-, I think Colin Selby has. I I have. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm biased. I love me some relief pitchers, and I think Colin and, and Selby he, is near the top of a, release prospects. So, and he has a he has a top ginger beard. So he does. Yeah, and you saw I, that ginger I, beard in person. So I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you see did you see Ginger Claws? I did not. I'm very upset about that. That is very upsetting. Yeah. You gotta tell Selby to get his ginger beard up. I did actually. Tell him to get on that. <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> I, I told him as he was walking into the bullpen, I said, I was like I told him the second best ginger beard of the Eckelman. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 they, la- they laughed at that. <laughs> All right, well. 25 Polanco's old number there, Murph. Who who we got? We have another pitcher. Left-handed pitcher, Michael Kennedy. Oh. Oh. 
I had him ranked 26, so I was right there on the dot. Yeah. Did not the have Kennedy. No, sure. Sure. I, I, had, I had him 20th. Hmm. Okay. You had him 26th. At least the list you said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I okay. missed that completely. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna have to, I was about to say, we're going to have to start the show all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I had him 26. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. I completely. I looked at Po Yu Chen and I was like, no, I don't have. No, it's Michael Kennedy. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, Nola, you had him highest. So <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, the Kennedy? Well, I mean, He's high, the high school draft pick from last draft class. And, uh, uh, I mean, we haven't seen him yet, but, you know, there's been decent talk on him with, uh, I'm, I'm darn blank. Which, sorry, I'm watching LSU right now. And, uh, <laughs> he, he was an LSU commit, which is, you know, a pretty high, high, uh, yeah. Big school for people. Plus, but um, six one two oh five. Um, I just I want to see what he can do. Yeah, I think I mean, he throws lows. Nineties fastball at this point, but he's probably could add a little bit once he gets into professional baseball instructs and all that. Um, he has a projectable so, frame for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right. I was about to say projectable frame, but I kind of paused because I'm like, how projectable is a six one two oh five? At least in terms of like, you know, he's probably not adding much more to that frame. Yeah. But it's probably it's a nice frame that once again he gets into you know professional camp and professional pitching coaches that they could probably get him to get the best out of his frame. Give him a sinker, baby. That's all I gotta say. Might as well get him started now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like Nola said, there, there's not a whole lot to go off of the high school picks. Um, but low 90s thrown in high school, I mean, that's that's pretty good um, to begin with, throwing right. low 90s. You can project up to the mid 90s maybe um, once he gets a couple. Even as a lefty, I guess. Even as a lefty, you don't need to – he doesn't really need to add too much on it. Yeah. Being and, like they said, either, so. and they said he's got a pretty good feel for pitching and throwing strikes right yeah. now. Yeah. At such a young age, so that's huge. Having control as a young pitcher is huge, and you know that projects mm-hmm. to not being a bullpen arm. Damn it! Yeah, another bullpen guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Murph, what are your thoughts on uh, Kennedy here? You didn't have him ranked, right? Or did you? I had, I had him ranked twenty six. Oh, you had him right. Oh. You had him right where yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah. So, like, is it? The thing that I like about him is that, like, he'll be 18 this entire year. He'll be 18 for the entire 2023 season. So one of the things that intrigued me the most about him, and this is kind of like a a bigger picture for the Pirates thing, him being so young and getting him like that, the Pirates have a chance to kind of really mold him into what they want as a pitcher. So, mm-hmm. like, this, if they're, if they're able to, like, take him and, you know, start him out, I'd imagine he'd be he'll, – he'll just throw in, like, the FCL this year. Yeah, he'll he'll um, they'll be able to just kind of. This is what we want. This is the kind of picture that we're trying to develop. And if it works out, like this, this is be a pretty big win for the for the organization, like development wise. So mm-hmm. I think I think just his age, how young he is, that's what intrigues me the most about it. Like he'll be 
they tomorrow will be 18 right up to I think his birthday's in June. So that's pretty special still on its own. Michael Kennedy is going to be 18 all of this year. Like he has a November birth, November December birthday. So just like the upside is like we don't even know yet right now. Yeah, so. they're going off of projections and the fact that he's young and can yeah, be molded. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they, yeah. he could be molded. Like the this front office is really starting to show that maybe they can develop a little bit here and there and stuff like that. I mean, Lucas Ortiz was a was a you know, Huntington signing, but like, you know, Charrington kind of was the one who kind of stepped in. And so like, we're starting to see, maybe they can do this. You know, they're, they're with, even at the major league level, they're bringing in Tyler Anderson and, and Quintana and kind of shifting some stuff. We, we're hearing how much Vince Velasquez, like he just wanted to come here because they knew they can, they, they can probably be able to fix them. So like, you're getting a pretty much a blank slate with someone like Michael Kennedy, and you can kind of do what you want with him at this point. Well, we're getting Lonnie Chisholm Hall with Vince Velasquez, remember? So that's true. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty> much. <laughs> so, um, all right, twenty twenty four, man, we're moving along here. Twenty four is outfielder, our favorite outfielder, Mister Travis Swaggerty. Okay, it's swag time. <laughs> <laughs> It's swaggy time. And just so you know, Murphy was not on the episode, but we got Connor to convert to swaggy. He said not not that not that day, but (laughs) it took some time. It took some time. Yeah. I had swaggy 25th. Nola, where'd you have him at? 21st. 21st. Okay, Murph, where'd you have swaggy? I had him. Like I'm on a roll right now. I had him at 24. I got it. I got it like on the dot for it. Oh, okay. This might be a bias list, boys. I'm telling you what, Murph it, made this list. Know, I tell you what, I can tell you, like you'll you'll find out here in a couple picks of why this isn't a bias list. All right, <laughs> you'll, you'll find out, <laughs> and you'll know whenever you. <laughs> and to step in for a minute, I'm surprised Murph didn't say anything. Mexico's up five four now. Oh, oh, <laughs> Mexico tie for Murph to post a gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, what what can we say about Swaggy that we haven't already said? The the dude's making hard contact throughout all of spring training. He's mashing the ball. His defense is already there. We've talked about it several occasions. Um, and I, I honestly think he should come north. I, he's played his way into time in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but I, I know you're, you're about to make me go on a side rant. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Nah, I don't know if we got time for that. No, we yeah, got this, this this could be a whole hour long show on its own. <laughs> at this point. This could All be right, a whole so saving us show. saving us from the hour uh, long rant, Murph. Let's let's have you go with Swaggerty here. The thing that I mean with him, the the thing with Swaggerty's been the same since like Cody. You and I started do, doing this like last year. High floor. And the, the the hitting potential on it, like the defense alone, makes him a major league outfielder. Yeah. But like now we're seeing the hitting here, and then now we're seeing the potential for more. So yeah, I I think I, this is this is the perfect spot for him, as as shown as I put him exactly in this spot. Well, and that's what uh, me I actually <laughs> uh, me and uh, Corey have actually been kind of talking on the side, like it's uh, especially with like the EVs and stuff, and this is what. What we've been saying because he he had reached out to me previously asking if 
I knew where to find any like uh, EV Statcast numbers on them. I'm like, there is nothing, dude. There's nothing. So that's what we've been kind of like, man. It's so nice to finally have these numbers to be like, this is what we've been saying. Yeah. He he hits the ball hard. Like, and a lot of times there'd be, he would hit the ball on the ground a little too often. But you know, just, just how many guys do we talk about? They're like, they're like hits things you get a little more launch angle. Like Cabrian Hayes. Like all, it's all we talked about. And it's like. Uh, I've been watching him like there, there was a change in his game uh, in the second half when he was with Bradenton. Like he, the first half with Bradenton, he was just like, eh, I don't know about this guy. The second half, he was a different player. And then 2021, before he got hurt, it was a different, a different player. Just look, he would have been probably their starting center fielder by June of 2021 if he never got hurt. Yeah. And I'm just glad it's, Seems to all finally be coming to fruition now. Yeah. Finally. Should I start playing the song? Vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be gloating. I mean, I'm gonna be gloating all year, man. All uh, year. Nola's gonna be insufferable on Twitter, isn't he? God. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I agree, man. Sw- Swaggerty has been hitting the ball hard. And like you said, we haven't had the EV numbers to back it up. And now yeah. we're having it. And I know it's spring training and Kevin Newman hit like 750 and people are bringing up that shit. But I, I think Swaggerty, he's he's just a different animal. He's not Kevin Newman. I think he can actually. Well, that's right. Yeah. I mean, well, again, you know, going back to like the EVs, I mean, Swaggerty yeah. hitting the shit out of the ball. Newman was, you know, like <laughs> okay. down the line, hitting to a gas. Like Swaggerty's hitting the shit out of it. So, yeah. That catch by Rosarena was dirty. That was amazing. You're like 10 <laughs> seconds ahead of me. <laughs> I saw your two faces. I was like, what's going on, man? Something yeah, he did. I'm like, okay. So, like, you made that face, and then, like, the, the guy hit the ball. I'm like, oh, man, that means, they, that means they probably scored. And then he made that catch. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why he got excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. 20, 20 tree. 20 tree. MJ, what we got? So, so for 20 tree, we got infielder Malcolm Nunez. Oh, oh, okay. The next coming of Jesus, according to some people, when we got him. Yeah. Why do I feel like I'm going to be the high one on this one, too? Uh, you beat me out by like three spots, it looks like. Yeah, I had him 30th. Yeah. I got him 18. Nope. Yeah, no, I had him 18. I had him 21st. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Nola, your thoughts on Nunez? Because I, I, Kind of surprised you had him that high because you spoke. I don't want to say disparagingly about him, but you weren't as high as a lot of no, people. It, well, no, it's not that I was disparaging. I mean, just it's the certain things people were saying that I was like, "Come on, like t- step on the hit the brake a little bit." Like, come on, yeah. Like, but I mean, the kid does have pretty good power potential, and he's got great plate discipline. Like he's, he's obviously. I mean, first base is likely to be his landing spot if that. If you know, he's a DH, but he seems like he could become a very productive hitter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like I said, hey, isn't that I don't like him? It's just that some people were like, "Oh my god, he's like fifty home run potential guy." I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And, and we know that we know those <laughs> names. We we know those names, and and we feel. Pretty comfortable that they're wrong. Um, yeah. yeah, 
I, I'm gonna be honest. And when mm-hmm. we acquired Nunez, I looked at his very basic numbers. And at the time, I was covering the Pirates losing 19 to two to the Cardinals uh, on an everyday mm-hmm. basis. It seemed like so. I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on Nunez, so that's why I placed him 30th. Um, but Murph, mm-hmm. you want to fill in with your Nunez thought? Really, it's the same thing that that Nola said. Like the if, him being ranked at all is like solely on on the bat, and I, I think if his approach wasn't if he was probably just your typical power hitting first baseman like he's probably not even on my list at that at this point if he is he's probably closer to where you had him at i just i mean he's great bad great approach but just he's a first baseman if that yeah i mean he showed he's made some slick plays at third so like maybe we see him a couple games here and there with it but like you think about the other names that can play third base like, I mean, there's not really room for it. I, I, w- I would imagine, it, to be fair, it's probably just a waste of development time to have him play third base at all just because you have Triolo and, and Gonzalez <laughs> and and Bay and Patent maybe or Piguero. And you just have so many mm-hmm. people who could play third that you probably want to play third before you play him there. Yeah. It's Triolo. So he's just a first baseman then. Yeah. So, Luca Bryan I mean, to shortstop. It's Triolo. <laughs> <laughs> they had a good discussion that on on NS9 about that because they brought that up to to Longenhagen and and like they made it like you have like an eight the the thing like there's no doubt that Key can play the shortstop but like when you think about it is he's an 80 grade defender at third base and then probably potentially like an average to slightly above average at shortstop so which would you rather have would you rather have the the 80 grade the three 80 grade guy. I mean, that does open the door for like Triola or something like that, but I mean, no, we, no, are, I, are, yeah, so. I know. Triola, well, I, mean, I mean, it was just a good point that he made. I thought it was well, a good that, point. That was that an made. article I want to say Fangrass wrote back when Hayes was still in the minors that it was something about like third baseman that could that could play shortstop, and he was one of the names. They were like, this dude could 100% play shortstop <laughs> if they wanted him to. Well, his yeah. defensive ability just uh, speaks that. Oh, yeah. He's super yeah. athletic, and he could play shortstop, yeah. no problem. But, you know, that, that point is well taken. 80-grade defender at third base, Gold Glover. Yeah, no, you don't want to move him. It's just, you know, yeah. how much I love Triola. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, 22, man. Who we got? 22, and this is how you know that it's not a bias list like you guys be thinking, because <laughs> he would be way higher on the list. It is Dario Lopez. All right. I had him 28th. I had him... 24th. Okay. I had him 16th. See? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so is Lopez your trio? Damn. You know that. You know that's the case. <laughs> I just want you to and, say it while and, it's recording. Everyone knows that, that Lopez is my guy. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean you, you have to have at least two good knees to be my top 15. Yeah, you know oh, that that's too he's not in my top fifteen. He's not in my top fifteen though. So I know he's sixteen. <laughs> too soon, Nola. You can't be talking about. Yeah, that's messed me. up. Me, that's messed hey, up. Come on. Hey, that's, hey, I, I, I get through my pain through humor. <laughs> yeah, well, you, that, I tell you what, that was some emotions that I felt when I figured out he was out for this season. That was yeah. so. that sucks, man. That sucks so bad. And it was yeah. like an innocent drill too. Like he just jumped. He in. was jumping. Yeah, yeah, he was jumping and I guess landed awkwardly. Yeah. yeah. 
dislocated knee. That's that's rough. Yes. <clears throat> that's rough. But, but Murph, go ahead. That yeah, that's your boy. So lead with him. I mean, the the thing with me is like is is the Batman. Like the the kid has crazy tons of raw power. Like he was hit. He was going opposite way in Bradenton, just like constantly, like without effort. And he came came to Greensboro and started pulling the ball a lot more. And he, he he could just hit the crap out of the ball. And there's questions about him defensively, like throwing wise. But like when he was in Bradenton, the the South the Florida State League, whatever they were calling it back then, rated him as the best defensive third baseman mm-hmm. in, in the league. So like. Yeah, he commits a lot of errors, but like he he's very much recognized for his ability there. I think Cody, when you yeah. and I had Spencer on there on on the podcast, oh, he like crazy he, he talked. Oh yeah, especially even even at third, even defensively, like he compared him somewhat to like Manny Machado the way that he played third and stuff like that with his range. Yeah, so that's high praise. That's yeah, well, that's yeah. extremely. He's high pretty praise. good. <laughs> I, think that, I think yeah, he's one of those ones where he can get to the ball. It's getting the ball at the first base is more the problem. And, and yeah. if that's if that's a player's issue with it, like I'm willing to give him so much extra time than if they just don't have the range to get to the ball and stuff like that. I mean, we're we're doing it currently with a ginormous shortstops in the major yeah. league, so why not? Yeah. So like, and and even if even if he has to move to like, I heard someone say it's like second base. I'm thinking second. Like even if you have to move to first base, like just his power potential and his hitting ability yeah. is. Is good and it, it just like and he's young, he's young too like he he he's gonna be he just turned twenty one mm-hmm. so he's gonna be in double A at twenty one <clears throat> years old so I mean I guess I guess like that's the impressive thing about him moving up there but I guess that's also don't want to see him get hurt but like he got hurt yeah. but he'll still be he's only gonna be twenty two playing in double A next year yeah that's still so, right. a very good projectable yeah program. so yeah no, and I'm also surprised. too I guess. He was he was rule five eligible this past season. I guess that kind of saves you from having to to rush yeah. anything on him now, too. No one's gonna want to take a guy yeah. coming off a dislocated knee. <clears throat> yeah. No, yeah. No. Um I'm surprised we haven't heard Yuri Espinal, Nola. I'm surprised you didn't have him like fifth. <laughs> I see you looking over there, man. Um you don't pulling know. up his list right now to you see if I know. see it. <laughs> uh, you, 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 Yuri Espinal was not on my list, unfortunately. No, he, he's not on his list. That he's got some very strength. questionable names on his list. But what's that? He's got some very questionable names on his list. But <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> <laughs> guys that I, guys that I, I think I think the way no I think what you put is like I kind of hyped him into putting him there, and then I end up not even putting him in my list. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> so the salesman skills is on display again. <laughs> All right. So what are we at? 21 in Murph or 20? 21. 21. 20, we are 21. All right. 21. We have right-handed pitcher Kyle Nicholas. Oh, okay. That's Murph's boy. Yeah. That's Murph's boy. I had or I don't think I don't think he was 30th for, for Nola. I had him very close to 22. Yeah. yeah. I had him 15. So, yeah, I guess he is my. (laughs) (laughs) That's your boy. Murphy, you know, I thought I'd be leading the discussions on a lot of these being uh, high, but. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I feel good about myself. (laughs) So, yeah, Murphy was setting the list. 
damn boy so um yeah let, let's let's talk a little bit of nicholas here murph uh lead it lead it lead it he he's i mean the control thing man he 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 might end up a reliever but even as a reliever like i think he catapults himself as maybe the best relief one of the better relief prospects in the system if they ever if or when they make that decision he catapults right up there as like the best relief prospect in the system. You forgot to like mention Majinski. Even better than Flowers. Yes, Majinski. Do you see oh. JC Flowers on this list? As much as it pained me. I... Well, no, I didn't see your list. So yeah, no. <clears throat> now I'm gonna have to send them their list because none. Of, I, I don't think I don't think they're believing me too much here on this. Maybe this was maybe this plan backfired on me. <laughs> 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 no, I think I yeah, think I, just, I mean Nicholas is definitely a relief pitcher in my mind. I don't see him yeah. going much further as a starter. He looked good, and like my biggest thing is too. Like I think we always think like cliche for like a someone's third pitch to stay in the rotation. We always think of it as a changeup or something like that. But the way he kind of worked his curveball this, this, during spring and the games we were able to see, he kind of treated the curveball as like his a pseudo changeup. Which yeah. I think worked really well for him. He, like most, like a lot last year, I wrote about it last year on it. Like he kind of took like a two different approaches with with his pitches. Like he'd throw the fastball high and then work the curveball right up there and try to hit like the top of the strike zone with the curveball constantly. And then obviously mm-hmm. he try to you know the slider away and stuff like that. Saw the curveball in spring come down a lot more than we did. I did last year, and kind of used it in situations that you would kind of assume he would use a changeup. So that, yeah, probably long-term he's a reliever, but that kind of intrigued me enough to see where I want to see where he can go over a course of the season. Yeah. No. To see if he can manage it with that. If he continues to keep the curveball low, I think he might have a projectable future mm-hmm. as a starter. But if you're trying to throw that curveball yeah. high, man, that's getting mashed in the upper levels. I'm sorry. that That's not. It can. It yeah. can. Okay. He never he didn't use it much. He didn't use Very it much, much in out to yeah. Just kind of a kind of just like a different thing to play off the fastball when he threw the fastball up in the zone. I so mean, I still think he needs a change up, but that's just me. I love change ups and yeah, yeah. That's just me though. Uh Nola, you let's talk let, let's hear you talk about Nicholas, man. What 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 do you got? What do you got on the boy? I mean, not much more than what's already been said. I just... Come on. You're supposed to have the Nola knowledge here, man. What the hell? Come on. Bro. Yeah, for, for my guys. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I think he does. There's still a little small semblance of potentially uh, being a relief, uh, starter. But he probably is looking more like a relief prospect. And that, I mean, because he was hitting what, 97? Did he hit 98 in that uh, one start? He hit I think, I think it was 97 with some. He but, said 90. Yeah. Hi, yeah, if, he, if he's finding, the, if he's finding the, he's finding the zone a little more. I mean, there's still, you know, a little more higher potential, but I think he probably will end up in a bullpen, but he could be a very, high-end relief, uh, reliever, so. But, and as I already stated, we know how I don't necessarily rank relievers very high, so. 
Well, you, I'm sure you got Mike Burrow's pretty high, so that's that's just me saying things. I don't Ooh. think that that hurts. I, I think I I mean I know what you guys list are like, and and like I think I think I think when we get to around that portion, that's gonna be really fun. Oh, yeah? oh I'm looking forward to yeah. that portion, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah, really I'm looking forward. For, I'm looking forward to that part <clears throat> because I, I have some I have some things to say about Mike Burrows now. Oh, do you? Oh yeah, I do. Mm, good I do. things. But, oh yeah, very good. Okay, things. all right, all right. Very good things. The way you said it, it seemed menacing, like something bad. Like someone's about to get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I got scared. All right, man. So number twenty. Who we got? I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> you guys are going to keep saying the same thing. Uh, number 20 is Carmen Majinski. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and I had him I think... exactly 20. Exactly. You did. You nailed this one. I don't think – I don't think Noah, I think Noah had him just outside. Yeah, he had – no. it was Noah's 31st. 31. Mm. Just behind Nicholas. I had him 14. All right. All right. All right. I'm I'm starting to question. I'm starting to question who the relief lover is. Right. I don't see any relievers on my list, though. Right. You just named one. Yeah, you just named one. Yark's got to kill us, man. (laughs) Yark's got to kill us. When I see a reliever on my list, I'll let you guys know. All right, man. Well, all right, oh, wait, reliever no, I, lover. I call him Selby on my list. Never mind. All right, reliever lover. Let's let's discuss Majinski here because he looked damn impressive during spring training. Hey, he he looked he he looked yeah he looked some kind of good. Um, he did. And, and fastball is playing good. We haven't even seen that changeup too too much either. And the, the changeup towards the end of the season that was looking downright. Disgusting. I it. I don't know if it's a changeup or if it's a splitter or I don't know what it is. It moves like a splitter sometimes, but it's that's a really good pitch. I just and, really hope that this year he finally decides what pitcher he's going to be. Yeah, and it started to look like that towards the end of the season, and it's kind of yeah. carrying over somewhat into spring. Like I said, I don't know how much mm-hmm. I want to buy into like. Spring results in general, but just the kind of pitching that he looked like there kind of reminded me a lot of what he was doing late last year. Mm. So, I mean, I did take a picture with him and get his autographs. We're basically best friends. <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I'm super jealous. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm basing my rankings purely off because Majinski was super low for me last year, if I remember right, when we did the rankings. And the fact that he looked that good in spring training against decent competition, it wasn't just uh, your basic minor leaguer who's never going to make the majors. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was facing he came in, decent talent. He came in early yeah. in some games. So. so, and, you know, the fact that his fastball looked really good kind of sold me on that. He was placing that fastball where the catcher wanted it. He wasn't, yeah. he was picking his spots. And I, I think that's why I have him a little higher than I did last year. Um, he's impressed me and I hope that it continues, excuse me, into the season and he's what triple A triple A. We're pretty much going to say should be, should be. Yeah. Should be. We'll if there's any question about it heading to the, the season, I think spring kind of 
answered everything. Did a four, four, yeah. So, yeah, because he, he might get, what, like the fifth starter role is yeah. possible stuff. I, I was thinking they're gonna try. They're gonna do their best to try to keep like one or two like organization. You know, like Tyler Ch- Chatwood or or you know one of those mm-hmm. kind of guys there in the indie rotation just to have some sort of experience depth. But like with the way that Nicholas and Majinski have been pitching, just roll with like an entire prospect rotation at this point. That's a, and it, yeah, just getting to the point. Like, I mean, can you really? Because I don't think I, I can't really see unless there's an injury. Oviedo or Ortiz beginning in the majors. Then you got Burrows and Priester. So then you yeah. got, we'll probably roll six. And then, you know, they'll probably be Nicholas and Majinski. Yeah. Yeah. Or they might give the sixth spot to Chatwood just to keep someone. Just to piss people off. Yeah. Or just to keep a, <laughs> keep, keep a fresh. A fresh vet arm in the event, you know, they need to call someone up in the first two, three weeks of the season. Someone, someone they know that's going to go out there and get beat up. Who, who's it? Like, yeah, Eikhoff, so, someone, Eikhoff yeah, last yeah. year. So, someone that's going to Jared Eikhoff, where it's just like, look, you're going five innings. I don't care if it takes you 150 pitches. I don't care if you give it 12 runs. You're going five innings. <laughs> and you get this major league paycheck, and then you, afterwards you will go back to the minors. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. All right. Well, we're getting into the teens. We're we're starting to get closer. So uh, nineteen. I had your Danny that, De Los Santos, but who's at nineteen? Murph? Nineteen is left-handed pitcher Hunter Barco. Oh, I had him fifteenth. I had him top fifteen. I, I am twenty-second. I am twenty-fifth. Okay. I guess. Uh... Yeah, I'll lead. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Cody. I'll leave here. Um, I'm, <laughs> I mean, pre I'm waiting for a screen. I'm waiting for now. I'm waiting for now is when his screen freezes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pre-injury, Barco was projected to be a first-round talent, and the Pirates got him fairly late because of that injury. I mean, you got a first-round talent. Mm-hmm. What was it? Third round they drafted him? Second round? Third? Second, I think. Second? Second. Yeah, I mean – you get a talent like that in the second round. I mean, we don't know when he's going to pitch. I'm assuming he's going to pitch this year just based off of when he was injured in the time frame. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, fastball looked good when he was in Florida. Um, slider looked fairly decent, I'd say. I mean, decent off-speed pitch. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm basically basing this off of pure – that's a first-round talent you got in the second round. And he pitched at a SEC school in Florida, and he did pretty mm-hmm. well while doing it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm basing it off top 15 talent. That's a top 15 talent to me, at least in uh, which I, top 30. I, I actually do remember I, I watched his game against LSU last year, and I remember watching it because, you know, they had George, uh, they had Barry, Cruz, Morgan, all these the, – had a similar powerhouse lineup and he was just they were just missing and swinging and missing and I'm just like man who is this dude and, um it, it, he he's someone that the more I read about him the more I like or the more I'm uh, intrigued by him so and yeah it's going to be a while till we get to see him pitch so I'm intrigued but you want to just see him 
yeah, like where, where's he going to be when he comes off injury and all that. So, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, they, he got a pretty advanced changeup, right? From I'm what listening. I read, yeah. I mean, he he threw it. He threw it. He threw it. Some <laughs> on there. I watched. I watched. I watched a few of his starts on uh, YouTube. A bunch of them. They they had some of his starts available. And yeah, he threw the changeup like here and there. I mean, you don't need it as much in in college and no. stuff like that. But it's there. No. But, I mean, well, not not when you got a hundred mile per hour fastball. No. <laughs> and, and the kind of slider he had, so yeah, not not that Barker does, but schemes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one one there. Um, all right, all right, uh, Murph, you want to touch on Barker or you want to jump to eighteen? Um, we, I mean, we could do. I mean, the only thing really is like, yeah, we, I want to see him pitch more. Like I said, I've seen a couple of his starts on YouTube. It's looked good. First round talent taken in the second round. That's that's a steal. Um, hopefully, he comes back healthy. It sounds it sounds like I mean he's already. I don't think he's throwing off a mound yet, but like he he's throwing again. Like he he's throwing and he's gradually working back um, into longer distances. So I I think I think it's probably sooner we'll start seeing than later we'll see him on a mound. And I'm I'm sure we'll see him some, in some games on there. Probably in Bradenton just because they can monitor him closely. Closer. Yeah. So, yeah. All, right. all right. They need lefty arms. They got a pretty good lefty arm. So, yeah. yeah. Throws, <laughs> throws some pretty uh, hot cheese. So, yes. <laughs> all right. 18. I had your boy Carlos Jimenez at 18. But Ooh, you spicy got. pick. Spicy pick. So, for 18 is going to be Lonnie White Jr. Oh, I had him 29th. 29th. Ooh. Cody be bringing down my guy. This is this is how like all the this is why so many of the people here like my the guys that I'm so high on is because Cody's like just like tanking their value right now. Cody's just <laughs> shitting on us. Unless <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about pitchers, and then Nola's shitting on my pitchers. <laughs> you, I had your boy Jimenez high. I don't I don't give a shit. Um. No, I got Lonnie White Jr. Uh, 12th. No. Yeah, I haven't seen him. See, look, this this is another thing, too. I had him 18. I got it, I got it on the dot. Oh. Wait. Oh. Have you seen him play a whole lot? I've seen Birdland post videos of him. <laughs> you, you bastards were talking about projection, and you don't want to talk highly on a guy who has barely played or you've barely who, seen who him played play. who's yeah, played in the dominican few... against a bunch of 16 and 17 hey 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 i don't want to hear shit tony blanco is probably the size of two of those kids he was committed to play at penn state <laughs> he was committed to play at penn state to play baseball yeah because yeah. two sport and, and football sport. he would have been the yeah, seventh string we... wide receiver i don't give a shit no, I, I like him. I haven't seen him play. I haven't seen him play. When so he has I'm... played, though, very minimally, but when he has... He hit a tank. He hit a tank against the mini green monster. I saw it. It was nice. He's hit, right. a, he's hit a bunch of them. I'm just saying. A bunch. He's, 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 he's hit a couple really hard. And we <laughs> just happened to see all of them. <laughs> yeah. Merce, Merce basing things off of TikTok again. 
Yes. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, wait, was it TikTok I saw it? Probably. No, it was Instagram. <laughs> oh, was it Instagram? <laughs> it was something. Okay. It was right. something. All right. Well, go ahead and uh, lead with Lonnie White here. Um, because that, that Noah yeah, had him twelve. Yeah, you got to lead with Lonnie there, Nola. It's the rules. Well, I mean, he just athletic kid that I mean we haven't seen much of him, obviously, but very little we had and kid could be a hog I mean he's a Gorski size center field potential so big power yeah. lots of speed lots of speed power I mean come on he had he had uh, 1143 OPS last year in seven at bats <laughs> <laughs> just you just got to say the important stuff, not not, Jack, not the advanced. I'm, all, I'm just, just gonna say OPS. he is. I'm just gonna say he has a career 879 OPS and a 579 slugging. That's all you need to know. You don't need yeah, to tell me that. Bats. Case closed. Dude's a first ballot Hall yep. of Famer. Instant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just yeah. I just hope he doesn't turn into another Brennan Malone case. But I mean, he's only 20. Yeah. He just turned 20 in December. So. And it's gonna take time adjusting from two sport to one sport. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about that with Bubba. So, yeah, that's fair. It's it's a fair assessment, but Murph, go ahead and talk about Lonnie because I gave my thoughts on the the ghost I, we've yet to see. I think I I think it was it was on one of our old podcasts. I said that it wouldn't surprise me, and I, this has probably changed. I'm probably, like because I'll have to see it more, and like he's way behind now. But like, there's a time when I said it wouldn't surprise me at all if he ended up the best player out of that draft class. I remember just because that. of the the just the raw skill set, the speed, the power, playing a legit center fielder, just it wouldn't have shocked me at all. Like he probably has the highest bust chance out of it. He probably had that before he lost the entire last season. But also his his ceiling could be just as high, if not higher, than any, anyone else that came out of that draft class. Maybe Bubba's the only one that you could probably say has a higher ceiling than than him. Yeah. So, I mean, got he's got to get on the field now, and, and he's only twenty, like like no other, but like he's got to get in the field and get some games in, or is he he's going to be even further behind? And then we start. It's a whole different conversation we're talking about with him. Yeah, yeah, we definitely don't want to see a Brennan Malone instance. No, no. That's heartbreaking. Well, shout out to Brennan, man. He's still fighting and going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to see him be healthy. That's it. Absolutely. Just want to see him healthy. Brennan, if you're listening, we love you, buddy. Um, 17, Murph. Who, who we 17 got? is infielder, your Danny De Los Santos. Okay. I had him close at 19. Was, oh. my, was my pick the reason he was that high? No, I had him. I had him at seventeen. Okay. I oh, so you had him on the dot. Yeah. Okay. What'd you have him at, Noel? Twenty second. Like okay. Yeah. So we all bunched all right around mm-hmm. in the same same vicinity. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. He he was a little low. He was a little lower for me, but I guess after the NS9 podcast with Long and Hagen, I was like, I got him. Yeah, between <laughs> that and, and and I talked to I talked to Berglund a little bit about it, and like they 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 both did very good jobs of, of selling it. And I think I'm 
like it's probably risky to have him here this early, but mm-hmm. but like I'm I'm willing to to buy the hype on. If there's one guy I'm willing to buy the hype on this year, it's probably him. Yeah. Well, that's a yeah. So. I mean, obviously, everything I said about DSL guys, but yeah, I mean, just everything you're reading about everybody's saying, I'm like, I, I'll 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 buy it. It's it's not too high. It's you know no. for me, it's only twenty seconds. It's not too high, but yeah. I mean, he, he looks like a baseball player. He he's got that. Yeah. He's got the build that you, like when you're putting together a guy that you what you want someone to look at look like at like eighteen, nineteen years old. He's, that's yeah. exactly that's exactly mm-hmm. and he like if you can get if you can get grade. 30 of those guys on a roster you're probably your 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 future is pretty well set up yeah i mean if you're in, in against dsl guys like long and hagen said i mean you know at 17 basically breaking the power grade threshold mm-hmm. and they rank uh what he said it would be like an 83 on a 20 to 80 scale yeah so yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, and what was you? Did you post Birdland's videos in the group chat, Murph? And Nola was like, "That looks like such a nonchalant swing," but he's like driving Probably. balls out yeah. of the park with just nonchalant. He he was hitting baseballs out like he like it wasn't even look like he was fully swinging, and he was just like hammering baseballs into the outfield. And yeah. like, I bet you, this is a, I bet this is an eighteen, learned, nineteen year old kid. I bet you he learned that from Yuri Espinal. <laughs> that gorilla strength man dude's built like a tank he's a tank absolutely um but yeah i mean the the power projection is there and i mean if you're breaking the 20 to 80 scale there's something special about you and maybe he doesn't pan out a lot of the dsl guys never do but i think it's worth buying into the hype right now like you guys have been saying I mean, if your power is that good, that young, and your frame is like that, he could still probably put on more pounds. He 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 mm-hmm. still has some filling out to grow. Like I, I don't think like I don't think by any means he I don't think he ends up at shortstop. No, just because like he's still there's still a lot of room to grow, and he are, you could already tell like that's probably something he grows out of. But man, that's just when you talk about like scouting and stuff like that. That's 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 the person you that's the person right there that's the person that scouts talk mm-hmm. about just mm-hmm. that frame and that build and that swing he has at that age that's mm-hmm. just like everything you want so another big shortstop that has effortless power mm. yeah yeah mm. sounds familiar sounds mm. real familiar nonchalant swing hitting into the river hmm hmm who's that sound like I'm not saying he's O'Neal Cruz. No, don't don't misquote me on that. But I mean, the frame is there. Just saying. Um, sixteen. We're getting close to the top fifteen here, Murph. So at sixteen, we have he's a newcomer to the system. Oh, oh. It is June June Soup Chim. I had him sixteen. I had him right on the money. You did. You did. Yep. Cody yeah. nailed it. Just right. Noah had him higher 15. though. Noah had him. Noah had him thirteen. Yeah. So I there's, had him all the way down at twenty three. There's wow. a lot of good things to talk about, Shim, and I, I'm curious, yeah. Murph. That whole new report that came out on Shim was that the reason why you dropped him? I think I had him. Like I may have dropped him a couple spots, but I think he fell because 
one, the De Los Santos thing, I think kind of catapulted him over here. There's a couple other people that I like, as I went through and watched some more video and kind of did some reevaluating stuff, Shim was just kind of a byproduct of maybe me being a little bit higher on other people. But yeah, the, the new report where it's changed a little bit and then kind of like rethinking it and, you know, he definitely has maybe like the most intriguing kind of one of the more intriguing sets in the in the system is just and he was they said like what he probably would have gone first overall in the Korean draft mm-hmm. or whatever like that but like that's kind of a where where would have I ranked some of the other high school kids coming out with not as much stuff not as much knowledge on them coming out and stuff like that and so I knew I definitely wanted to have him instead quite a bit ahead of uh Michael Kennedy, but also keep a little bit distance from from the other ones as well, since they were not. I'm now that there's such a varying report on him, not really sure what side to lean on. Yeah, and Nola, we talked about this on Shim before, and you, I'm pretty sure you said it's not that hard to potentially put him in the top ten. He's very close, and I, I think you mentioned that and we discussed it. Well, but, I, I said, yeah, I, I felt he was top 15, and you could argue top 10, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the fact that the guy can hit 100, I'm fairly certain, unless a new report came out that said he didn't, um, plus fastball, plus potential on his off-speed <laughs> pitches, um, throws a fairly good big... feel for pitch, good control. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, we heard the same things with Po Yu Chen, except Po Yu Chen can't hit 100 miles an hour. So, I mean, if you added a 100-mile-per-hour fastball on Chen with his control potential, there's another top 15, top 10 argument. So, yeah, probably. I'm fairly high on Shim, even though I haven't seen him pitch a professional inning stateside for the Pirates at all. So, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm buying into all the hype that they're talking about with Shim. And the few videos I've seen of yeah. him pitching in Korea, it, yeah, it's it it seems to be there. And I know the competition isn't as high, but I mean the shit's there. So I'm excited to see yeah. what he does. Good. So yeah, I'm I'm basically I'm thinking of him as a pretty high drafted stateside pitcher. So you know, one thing too that always curious, and I don't know. How, I never knew how exactly to take it. And I know we've talked about it too in, in the group chat. The fact that how highly hyped he was for a while. And then the fact he signed for like less than a million dollars. That was, yeah. it was like, well, if, if, if it was like eight, if, if we're talking about an 18 year old kid who was going to be like the number one overall pick there and had like two plus pitches, two average pitches, you know, potential for three or like, I have to like, I mean, yes, the Pirates have done a good job over in Asia, and they've probably built some great relationships that might might have helped with that. But also, like, you start rattling off those kind of things. Like, I'm thinking, like, if you put him in the in the major in like the major league draft, like on, on our side, and you talk about the tools that they were saying before he signed, could you imagine him only getting eight hundred thousand dollars or something like that to to sign with a team at that point? No, like if I try to correlate over to the draft and stuff like that, and I see a high school kid getting signed for eight hundred thousand, right under a million or whatever like that, mm-hmm. then he, it's one of those kids that like you're taking as a high upside, 
you know, like a, like a Mike Burroughs or something like that when he was drafted. Like, he has this one really good thing, and then if we can do a couple other things with it, then maybe we have something there. Well, and and I, maybe, I maybe, that's I... Not, maybe that's not the right way to think of it. <laughs> but, like, also, like, I have to think, too, with the money that gets thrown around internationally, if, if – if the original scouting point was more to in line, then I I would have to think he would have got more money, right? He would have signed more than Chet. Uh, well, the way I the way I yeah I was thinking on it though, when I was uh, I was trying to I, doing a little more research, and basically, I think a lot of that came more down to just being out of South Korea, and just South Korea is not really a big hotbed. It doesn't have a lot of that's fair. Uh, frequent signings. There's probably not a lot to go off of there. So, like, 750k for South South Korean prospect is a lot. That's fair. There was there, were, fair. there were some other guys, three, four hundred k, but like 750 was actually a lot for that area. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That, that's like I said, I wasn't sure exactly how to take, but like I I did think it was curious because like the original <laughs> stuff we were hearing about him. I'm thinking yeah. we're gonna have to blow a couple million to get to sign, mm. and then it well, comes, and then it came out it was gonna be less than a million. I'm like, that yeah. doesn't seem right. Well, and that's so. why because leading up to that that podcast where we talked about it, that was one of the things I was looking up was like previous uh, international signings um, out of because I was looking up like the Pirates' history of signing like Asian pitchers, and I was I found a bunch of other ones too. Well, I don't want to say a bunch. There wasn't a lot. And yeah, there mm-hmm. there wasn't very many high end like big bonus uh, players in general coming from that area, let alone pitchers. So, yeah, like you would see in maybe Japan. And yeah, things like that. Well, if I mean, he's is, if he's from a more traditional country, we're probably talking about a, a million dollars or so. Yeah, yeah there's more plus, more of a presence there. Yeah, and plus most of those okay. kids are going to the Japan League and the KBO and all that. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well. Okay. 15 Murph. We're we're in top 15 territory. Big big names here. So 15th is infielder Jared Triola. Oh I had him 13th. I was close. I had him 20th. 19th. And I feel like I'm I'm a I'm a hurt some feelings here. I feel like 20th is a little high right now after watching him in the spring. Oh, it was rough in spring, dude. He looked rough. It's, it's been it's been very rough for him there. But I think he started slow last year, so that's what I was just gonna say. He he's a very yeah. slow starter. Um but I, I had him thirteenth, so I guess I'll 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 lead. And I, I think I think I think we'd probably all be in agreement to probably let you lead regardless of where <laughs> where where you had him, because we know this is your boy. So yeah. yeah. Um I've talked ad nauseum at this point of his defensive ability. I mean perennial gold glove type talent on the defensive side of things. Um, he's not going to blow you away with any power. I mean, we saw that in Altoona, not a big power guy. Um, I think he has gap potential. Um, I think his speed is very sneaky. Um, his base running ability is top notch. I'd say, I think he learned a lot of that from uh, Kyron Madison, as we saw mm-hmm. his Greensboro steal stolen bases numbers. And even in Altoona, when Madison was there, um, uh, very pokey hitter. 
I'm not going to quantify him as a Kevin Newman type pokey hitter with like uh, lucky base hits. I'm not going to go that far because <laughs> I just don't want to compare him to Kevin Newman just yet. Um, but I, I think he is a doubles hitter. That's his that's his ceiling. He's a doubles hitter with an extremely good glove. And I think in my mind anyways, that is an everyday major league player. And I think ranking him 13th is a fairly decent position for an everyday major league player. Not in the top 10, but inside the top 15. That's where I'm at with him. Uh, Your silence is killing me. It's really hurting my feelings. (laughs) I mean, obviously, we know that we we know the defense, and he's he's got one of the probably better approaches and plate disciplines of the yeah. system. I mean, his walk and carry rates are fantastic, and I mean, he is someone that still at some point could develop future power just because he's he's got size. I was actually surprised when I saw him at spring, uh, spring training a couple times. I was like, damn, he's pretty big. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I and remember even picked, it was Graves who posted that picture. You're like, no, that's Triolo. It's like, holy shit. I didn't realize how big he was. That was yeah. a picture by uh, Birdland posted a picture of Gonzalez playing or taking uh, ground balls at third base. And everybody's like, who's that other guy? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure. That, I'm like, I think that's Triolo. And yeah, dude, I mean, he's a big cat. So third eye. This is one of those ones where I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna put too much into the spring training. Yeah, no. I, I'm I'm more concerned with what happens in the Indy, which is where he's gonna start. So, yeah, no, it's <clears throat> you guys are hurting my feelings with these Triolo rankings. Right. So Murph, hey, go ahead and say your shit. I mean, he's a really good defender at third. Yes, he is. Then we are. But we kind of already have a really good defender at, at third. And, and you know, taking that same logic that, that they brought up about Hayes, like, he, Triola is an 80-grade defender at, at, at third. Is he an 80-grade defender at every other position that he plays? Maybe. Probably, he probably not. Shortstop. I mean, he played, he played fairly well at shortstop. He played pretty good in, in center. Like, I, for, for me, it's the hitting. Like he, if if he, he's he's got to hit, yeah. he's got to hit, and like he's got to be average to above average defensively. Everywhere else, they're going to stick him because, in ideal scenario, there are probably what fifteen to twenty games available at third base in a given season. If if Key stays mm. healthy, you're going to want him to pay play 130, 140. So there's not that many opportunities available at at, at his natural position that we know for sure he's going to be an eighty grade defender. Yeah. So he, he he's gonna. It's the glove that's gonna carry him and keep him in the majors. And is it gonna be as good as it, as it is at third? I mean, the fan of me wants probably, to say yes. I, I absolutely think he could play an he, exceptional he, shortstop. I I he looked he looked pretty good in those games at at shortstop, considering that it was like what once every other week that he would play there. Yeah, it, it like it. It wasn't often on there because they tried to get Nick Gonzalez reps there too, so it wasn't often that he played shortstop. So maybe that's something you stress early, early season in Indy. 
like maybe play all of them out of position. Like you're maybe the first week you we first week or two we see like Figueroa at second base, you know, Nick Gonzalez at third, and Trio at shortstop more than we see them at their natural positions. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but like for him, it's the hitting. He's got to hit, and he's got to be above average defensively everywhere else because like there's no value in having a guy who's only an 80 grade defender at third when you have a, another one who's signed for the next half decade plus. And you can play him at first base too. I'm just saying you can, you can yeah. find a spot for him. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. It's biased. I'll, I'll admit it, but I, no, I mean, I, I like Triola. Like you, you, He's a great player. Like, it's just maybe maybe if we're just talking like we we drop it in an, in any other system in in baseball, and kind of reevaluate him and his fit in there. It's probably we're it's probably a completely different story. But like we we've invested a long term thing in in another borderline average hitting third baseman, but elite glove. You know, they're yeah. pretty much clones and keys. Yeah. Got up to the majors younger than than Triola did. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'll, I'll give that to you. Um, let's let's start rolling off these names here because I'm sure we've reached a, a a huge amount of time. So let's, <laughs> let's let's roll to fourteen. Okay, fourteen is pitcher Carlos Jimenez. Oh, oh, oh. some Murph bias in the ring. Exact. <laughs> yeah, Nola got him. Nola hit it onto that. I had him thirteen. I had him four spots below that eighteen. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. So, one of you two fight to the death to talk about Jimenez Murph. That's your boy. So I'm assuming you get the edge there. Nice, I mean, I, uh, Murph probably has everything that needs to be said. So <laughs> he's a really good changeup. That's what needs to be said. He, <laughs> No, but like I mean, he's the main. It's one of those pictures, like he, really, like he has a lot of control issues, which gives him like reliever kind of thing, you know, worries and stuff like that. But like he has three average to above average pitches right now. Like the fastball is really good. The curveball is probably his third best pitch, and that's still a pretty good pitch. And then we got the changeup, which I mean. Probably the best in the system. Like Devito's gone now, so maybe like hit between him, Chen, and I don't know some other people. Well, I mean, you mentioned but, Devin Williams when it came to his changeup, and they, they, it has it has a lot of the same kind of break and grip. It like so, like I posted that article about it, and where like I kind of did that comparison video, and John sent me a message that morning saying that he had a scout tell him that that comparison is legit when it comes to grip and, and potential and stuff like that. Yeah. That's high praise. Cause that's Devin awesome. Williams, man, if he didn't be an idiot and punch and break his hand, I mean, dude, top level reliever, that changeup is dead. Yeah. So yeah. that's high praise. That's mm-hmm. high praise and a fairly good ranking for him. Um, yeah. Uh, Nola, you want to add to that or are we moving on to 13? Yeah, I mean, all I got really to say is, I mean, he's still a young kid, good size that clearly didn't match his uh, uh, listed height and weight. That was a huge argument yeah. last year. <laughs> I, there's no way he weighs 140 pounds. <laughs> no. 
I don't know. That was his signing weight, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, big kid, got power to him. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him, what I would assume be Green, Greensboro. I'm going to imagine, I'm going to like put this out here. He's probably going to get beat up this year. I can see a very strong scenario where he gets beat up a little bit, but I'm really not too concerned about any kind of numbers. I want it. I, the only thing I want to see from him is increase innings and do a little bit more with the control. That's well, I don't care that, what anything that would, else looks like. That would be good because that would just mean he wouldn't get picked in Rule 5 next year. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. 13, Murph. That's All right. my, 13 my favorite number. Is, 13 is G. Wan Bay. I had him fairly close. I think I had him 12th. Yes, I had him 12th. Yeah, him 12th. I or Noah had him. I had him ninth. 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 I had him 19th. Oh. Wow, yeah. that's a spread. Yeah, it is. He took a little bit took a little bit of a hit for me. And I and I tried not to be biased because of spring, but like I think spring played a little bit into it for me. I was me gonna ask, is it too. spring that kind of drops and it's not even it's not even the the it's not even the hitting it, it was more the fielding and to oh. the fact to where like he he's becoming very limited where i feel like he can actually play but he has the speed to play center field. center field he he could play center field because of the speed but i don't think i have ever watched him in center field and been like okay he kind of knows what he's doing it's it's always been more like really? i'm really fast so i'm so my speed makes up for me not really knowing what I'm doing out here. Yeah. I'll say he, and maybe that comes with he, that, maybe that comes very, with more playing time there, but I said I know I remember watching when they first started doing it and it was real rough, but it he seemed a lot smoother out there last year in uh Indy. And then yeah. even to his shortstop play that obviously hasn't been wonderful this year. Um that, that was that's another one where like watching him in Indy last year, like he was making some plays and some smooth plays, even though like yeah, it's some of the throwing this year in spring training has been bad. Yeah. He can't but, afford to strike out though. No. No. They that I is hear. a big issue with me. He cannot strike out like he did. Mm-hmm. There there's an at bat he had mm-hmm. his couple days ago. And and he swung and missed three or four times in it, and it he was, was overmatched. Yeah, that was just it. It was just really bad, really yeah. bad. And like I said, I don't want to take. I try not to take too much spring results in this. I mean, I might have changed something here and there, like a thought just from seeing something different from someone. Like I'm trying not to hurt, have anyone, you know, like drop because of it. But like. The defense, they want to make him some sort of like versatile defender. I just don't really see it any and anymore. And and like if the hit tool isn't there, like what I mean, he, he's he's really fast, but Bay is a very perfect trade candidate in my head. It, it, I think I think I mentioned in the group chat, like offseason would have been the perfect time to do that. Pull the trigger yeah. on that. Because he showed just enough in his like ten games in the majors last year. I'm sure there's some people very intrigued by it. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna be fine. I just I don't see. I, honestly, I just don't see it. Like this isn't even like as part of the evaluation thing. I just don't see a fit on the roster for him. Really. 
Like what? He's heading back to Indy now. Well, yeah, I mean, where, I, where are you going to play him in Indy? I don't, where are you going to play him long term in Pittsburgh? I mean, you could pretty much do the same thing in Indy. What you would do in Pittsburgh, he would just just be a super utility guy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's probably his ceiling. If I'm being honest, and I mean, it, it's going to change my thought process a little bit, only because Gonzalez has really had a huge spring, and it's like. <sighs> Dude, he's yeah. looks so good because I, I know even I think our last was our last podcast where we were talking about Bay and I'm like I I could see him taking over the starting second baseman role at some point this year over Castro, mm-hmm. but at the same time if if Nikki G is gonna carry this into the season he ain't gonna be long, no. until he's up and <laughs> taking second base. If the way he's hitting is the way he's gonna hit in the season. Like he may not get here the same time as Andy does, but he might not be that far behind him after the yeah. with the way he's hitting right now. And it's like legit hitting. He's he's hitting breaking pitches and he's hitting the break pitches hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, hey, we, we we can save that for the for uh when we mention his name. That's true. <laughs> we can save that's all that. True. All right. That's true. So uh twelve, one away from uh the finale. 12 is newcomer to the system, a draft pick, Thomas Harrington. Where did I have? I had him 14th. I had him 11th. No, I had him 12th. Oh, right on the money. Right on the money. All right. Well, no. by rules of uh, the podcast that we made up just a couple hours ago, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's have you uh, lead the way with Harrington. Oh, well, he's a guy that obviously uh, is more reading scouting reports than it is watching him. And I think, uh, was it yesterday that Kylie McDaniel article came out uh, mm-hmm. where he had Harrington named as someone who could vault himself into the top 100 list? And it's just, mm-hmm. he just sounds like a very polished, just above average, everything across the board kind of pitcher is pretty much how people have been talking about him. Like, there might not be anything necessarily flashy plus plus but he's just does everything well and he just seems sounds like a pitcher that he's probably someone that could be on the uh the sean sullivan path and uh i mean i don't know if there'll be space but i mean high probability of opening up in greensboro if he's as advanced college pitcher as he is so yeah i mean golden spike award finalist came out of campbell where they put two First round draft, Zach Nito. Yeah, so I mean, good class. Um, and like you said, there's there's nothing extremely fancy about what he throws. Um, mm-hmm. Was he low to mid nineties in his fastball? I think yeah. the report had. Yeah. Um, changeup. I'm pretty sure he had. They talked about an advanced changeup, which I think pipeline pipeline gave it a sixty. I think. Yeah. That's and like you said before, Murph with Barco, he didn't. Re- you really don't need a change up in college, but have a sixty grade, yeah. grade change up. That's pretty huge, especially for a guy coming out of college. So yeah, fairly high praise for a kid who is yet to play two touchdowns to six. He's yet to play a professional inning, so it's it's going to be fun to see how he progresses this year and. 
If he starts in Greensboro, I'd say the Pirates are fairly high on him. Because usually, I mean, I I don't think it'd be that much of a a, a push to, I mean, because what he was the the 36th overall pick, he was one of the the Mm -hmm. competitive bounce picks. I don't think it'd be that crazy to send a college pitcher that high with a changeup. Like, if he goes to Bradenton, he he's just going to destroy people with that changeup. Like, it's he's going to he's going to put video game strikeup numbers down. That's Jimenez with that changeup number. Yeah, changeup. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So imagine Jimenez with control. (laughs) So yeah, so Harrington Harrington would put out. I I don't think you. I think you can just send him to Greensboro and let let him go that way. Yeah, but I so, mean, I, I I feel like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Last uh, prospect of the Last, night, Earth. number eleven, just missed the top ten. Can be Jared Jones. Oh, I, I had him tenth. I was expecting that one actually. <clears throat> I, was, really? I was surprised. <clears throat> I was I was surprised he hadn't been mentioned yet. Where did you have him, Noah? <laughs> 16. Okay. Noah's the one who tanked. Noah's the one who kept him out of the top 10. Oh, man. <laughs> Murph, where'd you have him? Nine? I had him nine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, by the rules, Murph. Did anyone else see that spring training game against the Yankees? I did. Yeah. Okay. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, Murph's entire list is biased by spring training. Is what we're getting at. That's not true. That's not true because it, I think it was the second article that I wrote for P two, where I mm. said that Jared Jones had the best raw stuff in the system, and I don't. Oh, think yeah. And I think that game just kind of validated that kind of thing because his stuff is disgusting. Oh, and, it's and, filthy. It's and filthy. and it was it was so fun on Twitter, watching the response to to seeing him pitch because like they've they've heard I'm sure they've all heard his name and you know he led the system in strikeouts and and stuff like that but like I don't think anyone's a lot of people haven't put like eyeballs on him yet mm-hmm. so and obviously he didn't post the best you know like ERA and 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 stuff like that in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. But his, that stuff is legit. It's I didn't know he could hit upper nineties, Murph. His very first, his very first pitch, yeah, the, the in, very first pitch he threw in Bradenton <laughs> was ninety nine miles an hour. Yeah. As a nineteen year old, yeah, like the, the stuff, the stuff is real. Like, okay, maybe maybe he's a reliever, but he's he's like that stuff right there is like elite reliever kind of stuff, like. And, then, and that's why. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! That's why I have him down at sixteenth, is because no, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I said he's twenty-one years old, about to go to Double A. I the Noah. There's so much, and he doubled his innings from the year prior. Murph? I still think he. I still think he's a starter. Noah, uh, no, no, he'll I be do. a starter until I do. I believe he's a starter. <laughs> I just think there's still reliever risk with him. Yeah, I think there's I think there's reliever risk with a lot of these a lot of these pitches. There there are probably a handful of guys that are probably here that aren't some sort of reliever risk or, uh, out there. Well, that's that's well, that's why at least on my list, Jones is bunched with you know 
specific set of, set of guys. I, I think, and I think too, the mm-hmm. progress that he's made since Bradenton, yeah. as far as the delivery, I think you brought, you bring it, you, you would bring it up a lot in the, in like the yeah, he, comments he, and stuff about the delivery. It's not as violent as it was then. It was really it's open like, too. Yeah. Like he's the way he kind of, because he's like breaking it down into like a two part thing where, you know, he faces the, the hitter and then he kind of turns Mm-hmm. sets himself and then goes so it's it's there's parts to it but it, it's worked for him and, it's more and, fluid now yeah and the the walk rate improved last year in in, in greensboro like he he is he is one step away from being an elite t- pitching prospect oh yeah i mean one if, step he away. Fi- if he finds his so top 100 of you're thinking? Oh yeah, he is. The, I, he is just as good stuff, if not better, than some of the guys in, in the top 100. Oh yeah, I mean, if he it's, if he finds any semblance of control and command this year, like he he's he, a top he, 100 guy, easy. He'll, he'll blow he'll blow double A hitters away. Yeah. All right. I, and I said it too after after that game that if if they wanted to, if they wanted to, if they wanted to give up on him as a starter. He'll he'll be in the in the majors by the end of the season. Oof. Oh, he he'll be he has that kind of stuff right now. It's, like, it's dirty. All yeah. right. He could be he could be in the majors at the end of the year if they move him to the bullpen. And wait, Cody, did you want to make a reliever comment? <laughs> I I, le- I left it open for you to make one. <laughs> I think that's his best path to the majors. I really do. Be, that, that's everyone's best path. To, to do it. Yeah. It's, it's it's easy. Well, no, it's everyone's best path to make it, but not stick. Yeah. yeah. I think that's his stick. I think he's a back end reliever, bar none. Yeah. I, I think too, yeah. that's why that's mm. part of the reason why I had him ranked higher than any of the other guys, too, that maybe have reliever risk, because his floor is like a closer, like a better than average, like an elite tight closure yeah closer so so best case scenario he's he's a starter who he's a starter who has like closer stuff over five or six innings a night the worst case scenario is he's a actual closer who has some of the best stuff among all closers in baseball yeah so like three innings max yank him All right, guys. If, well, if Cody was a GM, every one of his pitchers' arms would fall off by July. Derek <laughs> <laughs> Shelton was following my formula. <laughs> <clears throat> Having Bednar pitch three mm-hmm. innings. Hell yeah, man. Do it. Balls to the wall. Um, there you go. But yeah, guys. Yeah. Are we doing the uh, the fans' top ten, or are we saving that for our Top ten show. We'll we are saving the, the fans top ten for show two. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. You guys can still submit your top tens um throughout the week. And Murph will compile them and make a very biased list as he has done tonight. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, it's been fun having you guys interact with us and you know give us your top tens. I saw there was some debate today, Friday. Um, <laughs> with some of these lists and I love it. I love the interactions and how everyone is very passionate about it, but yeah, we're looking forward to uh, next week's show. 
where we reveal our top 10 list and your top 10 list. So to stay up to date, guys, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you dig it. And um, we're going to leave you with our socials. Um, to begin with is mine. It's at 2HG013 on Twitter. You can give me a follow there and follow all my work on pittsburghbaseballnow.com. Um, I have an interview with Cody Bolton Saturday morning, the morning you're listening to this. So hopefully you get that piece Monday. Murph, give the people your socials and any projects you got going. As always, follow me on Twitter at double underscore Murphy88. Follow my work on Pirates Prospects. Uh, yeah, I'll have something out on Tuesday. I don't quite know what it is yet, but I have some ideas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Nola? At Nola Jeffy, N-O-L-A-J-E-F-F-Y. Uh, projects I have going on. Um, I need to start building shelving in my closet um i'm gonna be redoing the washer and dryer closet too with some shelving probably as for base baseball writing uh not much going on right now we're still in kind of the simmering phase until the season starts and though i i was just thinking maybe maybe there is one article i would want to potentially think about that would be a fiery one but we'll see about that maybe t-swags it would, it would, yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, we love you very, very much. Like I said, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, your support has been amazing throughout this journey. And as always, guys, let's let's get it uh, partially right. I don't know. We're never gonna. Get let's it. go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. <laughs> late, let's bastards. go, Bucks. Late, oh, late,